You're listening to Pay to Be You, a podcast designed to help visionary entrepreneurs just like you shift your mindset, own your unique gifts, sell in an aligned way, and be paid to be unapologetically you. I'm your host, Vanessa Halleck, and I'm so excited to have you here. Hi, Carrie. I am so, so excited to have you here today on Paid to Be You. So it's so exciting to have you here. Carrie, I'm going to hand it over to you. If you'll just tell the listeners a little bit about what you do. Yeah. Let's hear a little bit more. Yeah. So basically, I, at the moment, call myself an NLP mindset and online lifestyle business mentor, really because that sums up my career in a nutshell. So I've, I've done a huge amount with neuroscience and whole brain thinking, whole system change, uh, neuro-linguistic programming, and all sorts of interesting things in between. All the things. Yeah, I got certified in Reiki when I was uh, 16 years old. So been there wow. but early. And then... Incredible. You know, yeah. And then my journey... So my professionally, I, I, I was literally... My first job, like literally I was employed as an executive coach straight out of my first coaching certification, which was in... And so I was hired to coach executives like at the age of 24. 24 around there. And it was amazing because it was like the, I, I was coaching these executives that, and, and, and mass leaders, like of big companies and big roles. And they would look at me when I'd walk in, they'd be like, sorry, is this a joke that this person is my executive coach? But the cool thing about coaching, which I just love so much about what we do is that you don't need to have experience in someone else's job or role. You just need to know how to facilitate and help them to elicit their own inner knowing and their own guidance and their own genius and, and figure shit out for themselves, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. So I love it because they've got all that wisdom within them anyway, which is the the incredible thing. Yeah. And I'm a commitment phobe. So it's like really hard as a multi-passionate person to decide on one thing to call myself a niching. Like I'm not a fan of all that, but I feel like NLP really was, it was the first time that it gave me not only a set of tools, but also the language of like, how neuro neurology, like how that and your language, like our words and our thoughts are all really just electrical currents of energy. Like I believe in that everything is energy. And so it really gave me the framework to help people reprogram their thoughts and their energy and their actions. And, and it also was the first thing, one of the presuppositions in NLP is that firstly, there's no such thing as a failure. There's only feedback, which I loved and that we're not broken. There's nothing we need to fix. And I just love that because psychology, traditional psychology was never my thing. And when I found coaching, I was like, this is awesome. And then when I found NLP and neurosemantics and that type of coaching and just really, I guess, the, the neuroscience behind it all to help people, to ground my woo. That's what I... Uh, to ground your woo. Yeah. Yeah. I think now you've started to bring your woo and all of your kind of magic and together. I also know that I've seen you had a near-death experience and coming back from that and having to navigate this world. So being paid to be you and, and owning all of that, what would you say to the listeners that are there that are going to be listening to this? I know millions and millions of downloads <laughs> will be happening. Being paid to be you, what would you tell somebody? What what do you believe about that? Sure. I think that's why this was such a, a no-brainer for us to collaborate because we have such an aligned message around I call it accessing, leveraging, and monetizing your unique contribution because I believe we all have a unique contribution and it is completely 
possible to make money and get highly compensated to just be you and to just own all the parts of you and to really find what it is that you do best and to find a market where you can actually plug in and monetize your unique contribution and get paid to be you. So I think my three things are about accessing it is really becoming what I call a more conscious creator. And if you're not, just think about it logically, right? If you're not conscious, you're unconscious and you're not with it. So the first step is really to become what I call a conscious creator. And and that involves learning like a whole new way of being and a whole new set of competencies and capacities that we haven't been taught, which is unfortunate because I feel like if we had been taught these things in school, like I just sometimes I wonder like what the planet would, it would be like the most, it is fun already, but I just... I think that's my like ultimate vision is like just to to have super aligned visionary conscious creators running around on the planet like it would just be pure magic all the time and joy and yeah I think I, the shift is happening more and oh, more exactly with these yeah. little 5D kitty bops coming in these little kids coming in they're more yeah. conscious we're learning and people are waking up more to their truth so I totally. think you're setting that in motion now our yeah. generation which is exciting as we yeah. wake up more yeah. So I think conscious creation, really taking a, like a, a deliberate, right. That's what I really mean by conscious creating is like being deliberate in, in even saying what are, what are my strengths? What are my gifts? What are my talents? What are my superpowers? And starting to access them in a way that you may never have. And then from a leveraging point of view, you've got to be practical. Like we live like yes, 5d and, and all the woo is amazing. But in, at the end of the day, like we're human beings having this amazing, magical spiritual experience. And so for me, I'm also very practical. And I think that in order to leverage something, in order to get to monetize and get paid for it, you have to put systems in place. You have to get practical. You have to pull that vision down into reality and learn what it's going to take. Learn not just the capacities to be conscious and, and how that whole woo stuff works, but also what it takes to actually package up your shit, sell it to actual people and exchange that value. So that's the leverage part is really getting the systems down and, and online, you know, business at this point in time, this day and age with the technology and the tools that are available, it makes it so easy. I remember when I was starting out, gosh, like literally 15 years ago, I was one of Infusionsoft's first customers and I was living in South Africa at the time and no one knew what the hell I was talking about. No way. So sorry for you, Infusionsoft, like I still don't use you, but like just, <laughs> oh my gosh, okay, like they haven't simplified. Like it's even more complicated. I went back to see if maybe I was, you know, wanted to go back and I was like, I don't even know what you do. The company name <laughs> Now it's just, it's finding, and there's so many people that can help. I just feel like the micro economy that's been created with all these budding entrepreneurs. And it's just phenomenal that you can get people mm-hmm. to help you for five. What a genius business that is. Like people are getting paid yeah, yeah. to do shit that you don't want to do. Like someone else can yeah. do it for you. So that's the second tip is just leverage it. Let you know someone else do it and, and put the systems in place. And then the third thing I would say from a monetization point of view is you've got to recognize if you want to be paid, like the amount of money that you really feel you're worth, to be, you've really got to clear the mindset and and make space to be able to receive. Because I believe that it's like everything is energy. Money is just is just is energy. And if you've got all these points of views and thoughts and things that are, and you just don't, and like just physical shit in your reality that's not aligned, it's not vibrating that matches. It's not a vibrational match to what you're asking for. There's no way for the universe to come and give either the money or the things that you need. Like literally, yes. 
It's yeah. a and that's a big conversation, isn't it? That's like the truth, Bob, that we kind of think like, oh, I want this. I want to manifest this. And then how much space do you actually have? And how much space do you have physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? And I think that's such a key thing. So keep going. I love this conversation. <laughs> when I was like, it's so funny because when I look back on my journey, I had the near-death experience when I was 10. Hey, So like, 10 years old, I wake up from that. Well, not wake up, like I come back to life from that and I'm like, wow, see the life with a whole new eyes. Everything's energy. There's so much more that's going on here. Like I became this little conspiracy, spiritual seeker running around the world, trying to figure out like the meaning of life and why we're here and how it all works and couldn't have a normal conversation. It was like, like, then at 13 years old, like I took a little bit of LSD and a little bit of magic mushrooms because I had older friends and like we were tripping. And like, so then that was like, holy shit, there actually is, everything is actually energy because then you see what's going on when you have that the mind opening kind of experience. So I was young when I started all this and I knew that I knew that dying and drugs were not going to be the sustainable way forward to keep as that I knew was now possible. So I was like, how do I tap into this energy and this consciousness that I know exists that is beyond what what meets the eye as human beings? And I didn't have a language for it. I didn't know how to explain it. I couldn't tell my mom and dad that I, you know, just had magic mushrooms and I couldn't I didn't want to die again, although I, I sometimes did because I was so angry that no one else at the time, because there was also no Google, like I couldn't just Google things and be like, so what, who's the nearest energy practitioner near me? Like I didn't have any reference, like acupuncture was the first thing that I thought of. So I went, I started seeing an acupuncturist and then from there, and, and funny, this is really funny, but so our town, like our local town, Dacha guy, like that would ha- have all the, the cannabis that would, who was, who was dishing out all the cannabis <laughs> um, was my Reiki teacher. Like she taught me Reiki from, and I was just like, yeah, I, I had my way and find these. People. And amazing how these incredible people just, yeah, came into your reality, even at, you yeah. know, such a, yeah, such a young age, yeah. really. And I know this is another, maybe another episode for another day or a story for another day, but I know <laughs> now in hindsight that I co- totally created my near death experience too. Like consciously, it was unconscious at the time, but I totally unconsciously created yeah. that. Yeah. And when we talk about receiving, like going back to that was the actual topic. When I did all the, the, the really woo stuff and we went, I went really woo. I was like activating my Merkaba and running around the world doing sacred geometry and blah, blah, blah. And like the practicality. So the leverage back to the systems and the practical, like it didn't, and meditation. I was just like, no, you know what? I actually, I'm just meditate. Like I, I don't have time to just sit in an ohm and contemplate my navel. Like I've got shit to do. I've got to figure out the meaning of life. <laughs> I did. I stopped. I stopped meditating for a really long time. And now, what I really have come, I've circled back to really recognize that like meditation is such a key component to being able to receive because. It really does allow you when you find the right kind of meditation to just switch off the brain. And, and it's not even about not thinking about thoughts because even when you try and not think, that's what you're thinking. That's what you think. Yeah. But it's just yeah. about even a nap is better than doing meditation to when you're trying too much. It's just yeah. about really resetting your vibration and your energy and tuning in, tapping in and turning on to the energy that you are actually, because that's all we actually are is just energy. And it's already there. And that's what I love about it is like, I mean. it's already there. We just need to tap it in. Yeah. We just need to connect and stop searching. Cause what you were essentially doing was like, let me search for the answers, find it out there. Yeah. And actually it was really inside. Yeah. Yeah. It's just connecting and it's allowing. So it's, it's that surrender. And that's one of the, the, the competencies of being a conscious creator. You've got to, 
you've, there's such a process of this conscious creation when you really, you know, start going after something deliberately that you want to bring into existence, like whether it's money or a relationship or a physical thing, like a new car or a baby. And yeah, it's just about really the monetization. I think when you talk about being paid to be you and accessing and leveraging and monetizing your unique contribution, for me, it's the monetization piece is about really expanding to and surrendering to be able to receive everything that you've set forth and that you're asking for and to receive the guidance and the inspiration because that's, it comes like, and monetization and being paid, it's, it's a gift that you become when you're being paid to be you, like you become the gift that someone like wants to buy. And, and, and then, yeah. And their exchange, like the money is also a gift for you to contribute. So it's a contribution, which I think is just a a huge concept that I think we're all going to have to come to be more familiar with, like really what it takes to contribute to each other. Because I think that's the new currency is contribution. Yeah. Cause it's a very, it's, it's been, Oh, I want this. Let's change. And now it's very much all, all sitting there thinking, oh, I want this and I, I, I want to meditate and I want things to just happen without me making this contribution. And I think that's such a, it's such an, a powerful distinction to make that yes, we do get to create our, our reality. We get paid to be ourselves, but first we need to plug ourselves back in <laughs> to the magic and make the contribution. And, and often that making the contribution is actually a very like scary thing for a lot of people. I know you've had that, even that journey of like knowing that you've got all these gifts and that you're incredible at what you do, but being afraid to say, this is my contribution in the world. This is how I I create that contribution, this gift for the world, because you are. What was your journey to get back into that? Because I think it's been like... <laughs> so... Sure. That's a big question. So I was, I think I hit my lowest point when it was the most ironic in in the most ironic way, because my husband and I, so we are both South African, just like you. And we were living abroad, I think also just like you. And we were, we were living Mm -hmm. in the States at the time. And we, we were chasing the dream, go earn the dollars, live the life because everyone thinks South Africa is going to blow up, even though it hasn't. It's going to, it never actually will. And it's actually divine. So we had like gone there. My, my folks had immigrated there many years ago and they were still there. And so we thought like worst case scenario, we'll spend some time with my mom and dad. We had a six year vision and, and off we went. And it was, and like eventually, and I went back into corporate. So I started my, I picked up my business because I, after my first job as an executive coach, I went out on my own and I grew up very successful coaching, um, consulting and facilitation, team optimization, build a business here. And then when I went there, I was quite successful in the beginning, but it's like America is a different story, different culture, different people, blah, blah, blah. And, and my husband at the time had also become an employee, uh, an entrepreneur after being an employee for 25 years in a corporate career. So suddenly we were both reliant on the self and we had moved in with my mom and dad in the house that I grew up in America and after we immigrated there. And so here we, we had found ourselves like living in their basement with nothing and, and I grew my, I, I picked myself back up and went, became employed in a boutique leadership development firm. And then I got headhunted by one of my clients and went into a big corporate. And then I was fine. I found myself commuting into New York City, you know, to a big girl job, executive director of learning and development for the entire continent. And it was just like, you'd think on the outside, like, holy shit, Carrie, you've made it. Five, six figures, 
I was the most unhappy I've ever been in my entire life. And yeah. I couldn't be me. I wasn't recognized or acknowledged for the contribution that I was. I had to tone down. I was like, I was brought in to do one thing and then they wanted me to do the complete opposite of it. Like I had no voice. I, and it was just, I, I knew deep down inside that I was just made for more and better things and like greater things to be a greater contribution than mm-hmm. I was being in that role and in that environment. And so I think there's a point that people reach in their lives. And when I reached this point where I was just like, enough, it's time for me to be a contribution, to be, to contribute, to pay to be me. <laughs> and you're going to pay me to just be me and change me. And with all the values alignment work that I've done and like the profiling to help leaders become more aligned with their teams and their vision. Like I went in thinking that I was going to like apply all of this and that. And the the reality is that you can't do it in a system that is not wanting to change. Yeah. And so when you bump up against those moments in your life, when you are in a system, a relationship, a situation that doesn't, including yourself, because you are a system, you are an individual system. You've got to start to ask, you've got to start accessing your contribution and be like, okay, so what's going to work for me and create your own system, create your own reality where you can contribute and you can just be, you not have to be someone else's you. And and the same thing happened in my marriage, in our relationship. There was many times when we would hit a crossroads and there was just certain things that I was not okay with. And and I realized that I couldn't change. I, I was never... I realized that it's not about changing the situation or the relationship or the other person or my boss or this, the company. I have to change me and I have to be paid to be me. I'm not getting paid to change you. That's yeah. And that's why it's so hard that, and everything is just, that's triggering you. Everything that's coming up in your reality is a mirror for, for that shift. And that was, that was huge for me because I, I had to really be courageous and say to my husband, I love you so much. And I'm, and it's not a, but it's, this is what's coming up for me. This is where I'm, I, I feel like we are, we are not aligned and it's really important to me. So if, and I, but I want you to be aligned with what's important for you. And so I'm not asking you to change. And it's like a really weird conversation to have with these <laughs> conversations, right? It's like occupational hazard coach. My poor husband has been like through the ring. I made him do profiles before we even got married. And so I was like, I would rather you walk away and say, no, this is, I'm not curious. Like what you want, I'm not prepared to give you because it's not aligned with what I want and be happy and go find someone that you can be and do that with. And I will- The radical honesty. But like, mm-hmm. I had to be okay before I could even have that conversation. I had to be prepared that like, I could lose, that I had to be allowed to allow him to go. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with the job. I had to be okay that I could just say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to lose the job or I'm not going to have that anymore. I'm not going to have this thing anymore. I'm like, none of this stuff. And that's again, the surrendering, like just let it all go yeah, and know that, yeah, know that something greater will come from that because it's new growth. It's new contribution. That's what else can we contribute to each other? Where else can I be a contribution? If I can't be a contribution in this system, like where else can I be a contribution? Where can I actually be that contribution? Yeah. yeah. And that's huge, isn't it? And then what happened? Because there's more to the story. Sorry, I'm a really good storyteller. So <laughs> it's such a good story, but there's so much to it, isn't there? And I think just 
to maybe just touch on that point of sometimes we need to be okay with losing everything in the external reality that we've created or our existing reality to actually make space to step into that version of us that we're meant to be. And that's, that's, that's tough. Like that is hard stuff. So when we talk about being paid to be you, you do, you literally have to be available and ready to lose everything to make space for what you truly are meant for. And it always gets better and better, but we really have to trust that better is coming and, and something is it's coming in its way. And I think that's the biggest thing, isn't it? Surrender. Yeah. I think think that, I think that it's the kind it's like when you become a conscious creator, you have to be prepared for things to go away because what is in your current reality, this was huge for me. What's in our current reality now is old energy that has coagulated and coalesced and come together in physical form. So it's old news. It's like you have yeah. to, conscious creation is an evolution. It's like a, it's a future forward focus process. That's, yeah. and that's why it's, you've got to really assess things constantly and be like, is this, or is this still contributing to my life? And am I still contributing to it? And because if you're being pulled by a vision and you're being an aligned visionary leader, consciously creating that for yourself, then it, it for me, it really does come down to being okay with or recognizing that it's just part of the process, right? Like shit's going to leave. Not doesn't have to be everything. It's just that a lot of the stuff. And this is why I loved NLP and because it gave me frameworks and the whole brain thinking stuff, because it gave me frameworks, not only to help myself. Like I think I wouldn't be doing anything with my clients that hadn't really flipped and changed my life for me. And the thing that changed my life for me with regards to those two things in this respect, obviously really just understanding like how human beings work and function, like how our brains function and how, Hmm. like how we even get to do actions and behavior. Like there's no batteries in us. So what's the mechanism that makes us pick something up and drink it or not? And then apply that to anything in your life, pick up a cigarette or not, pick up a magic mushroom, eat it or not, pick up, you know, a gun and shoot someone or not. Like what the fuck is actually driving us and, and really learning about that has been, I think what's given me my unique contribution and allowed. And so I think when I started to, when I left the corporate job, I honestly didn't know what to do because I had been trying to be me for so long. And I had, I had never been acknowledged or appreciated or like, I had never felt like I was a contribution, but it was because I was trying to be me. I just wasn't being me. And I was just, it's such a profound distinction, isn't it? It's so like simple, but it's like profound. Yeah. I was trying. And I think that's always the thing. Like I'm trying to get paid to be, there's no such thing as trying. You're either doing it or you're not. And and the thing is that he has the funny thing is like, you can, the law of attraction and energy, like it knows no, like it's fucking just infinite intelligence. And when I was trying to figure out like, why can't I be me? I was just creating more experiences and relationships to try and figure out why I couldn't be me. And, and then I just stopped. I was like, okay, enough is enough. And I just, I left, it was such a relief leaving that corporate job. Let me tell you. And I was, and so here here we go. Let's pick up the story because this is actually quite fascinating. (laughs) So I had been studying to become an access consciousness certified facilitator, which was like for, it was like a 10 year journey 
become a maestro. Like I was traveling around the world, you know, taking classes, doing classes. I thought this was going to be like my thing. I was so excited. I had found my tool. I was, you know, pucking and potting all over the place. It's like the right around good, bad, all nice, puck, pot, shields, boys and beyonds and taking a thousand classes, running bars on people. And just, I was like, this is it. And then I left and I started running that business and I got the flipping surprise of my life that it wasn't actually aligned with what I really wanted to do. And it was in the practicality, like the leverage part of my access leverage and monetize. Like when I actually future paced and I was like, am I going to, is this going to, what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life? I'm going to have to be like finding massage tables and people and having to put like run bars and like there for hours running bars. And then I'm only, I'm always going to have to say this flipping clearing statement. And I'm going to, it's always about access. It was just all about one thing. And I was like, that's boring. It's actually, it, and it's a changing thing. I'd done it for 10 years. So it kept me busy mm-hmm. for 10 years and I, it's constantly yeah. evolving and I love it and it works and so much respect for it. But I was like, that's also not Hot me. Seat. That's not me. I'm, that, I'm not going to get paid. That's not getting, that's not me getting paid. And that's not you. That's yeah. not me. That's me getting Somebody paid. else's methodology yeah. using. Someone else's methodology. Yeah. And that's also something we have to remember is that every methodology that we're doing and people keep searching for this next methodology that's going to change it. And and actually that methodology. Yeah, totally. If I could say I'm a coach to teach you how to be a human being and just to be you, like I would. And that's, that's what, that's what access did and does fundamentally teach people in some way, shapes and form, but it's also it's its own methodology and it's got its place and it's, and it is a huge and massive contribution. But it, for me, like for me personally, it wasn't what, what I was going to get paid to do long-term. So then I was like, now what? Holy shit, bubble burst. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with my life. Wow. Okay. Oh, you'll figure it out. You always do. You'll always find something. And yeah. I remember I was scrolling through Instagram one night, like late at night. And I found this little ad that said, are you a South African expat living in the States with this lion roaring? And I was like, yes, I am. I wrote about it completely. And then suddenly I got these emails, like phone me, phone me, phone me. Like are we, I don't even know what it was saying. And so I remember being so cheeky. I turned to my husband one morning, like it was six o'clock in the morning. We had just come back from an overseas trip. And so we were really jet lagged. And I was like, what? If this person puts their phone number in an email and says, phone me, I'm going to flip and phone them. I don't know where they are in the world, but I'm just going to phone them. And so I phoned and it was this, it was the next chapter. It was the beginning of the next chapter of my journey, which was in selling personal development programs and live events in, in direct sales. And I, and they were simple three-step system. We'll teach you the whole thing. And we'll teach you digital marketing. And I was like, that's exactly what I was learning about anyway, to try and do all this other stuff. Like I I see that's the future, good skills, transfer them. So I did that for two years. I built that business and I loved it. And I think that there's still a place for that again, also because, but again, that's like selling someone else's programs and events. And I just don't, for me, feel at this point in my life that I have so much more I want to contribute and I have so much more I want to be. And that's why I transitioned to really now coaching other people who have these like high achievers in corporate who have been totally burnt out, unacknowledged, unappreciated, and have so much experience, so much expertise, so much skill, so much real contribution. And just let's, okay, let's access it. Let's leverage it and monetize it in a lifestyle business. Because then what happened was, you know, like that so much credit to that business because it also just showed Ryan and I, my husband, that we actually need to, if we want the lifestyle that we want, right, which is, is true freedom, like location freedom, time freedom, 
true portability, work from home, anywhere in the world, take your business with you, earn a hard currency. That's what we really wanted to create. And we wanted to live by the sea. And so now that's what we do. Like we moved back to South Africa. This is our home. We live by the, the ocean, which is like the best thing ever. And we get to to, to, to run our lives and, and run our businesses on our terms. And we've never been happier. We've never been yeah. more profitable. We've never been more healthy. We've never yeah. been more like aligned and thriving. So that's... Goosebumps there. <laughs> and so now it's... Yeah. Now, and that's, that's when our pods crossed because it was just like, I, I really knew that I needed to... And I think that this is probably another. So if I'm allowed four secrets, I'm going to steal one more. And, and that is help and yeah. need see people to elicit shit out. Like I'm a coach, I'm qualified, certified, blah, 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 but I still have coaches. I still have mentors and I invested, I've never invested. I've always invested in myself. I wouldn't have spent mm-hmm. the amount of money and the amount of years doing all the things that I've done over the years. But I truly believe that every investment that I've made has given me the opportunity to make quantum leaps in my yeah. in my experience and in my journey and to and in my income. What's the secret to getting paid to be you? It's like you got to access your unique contribution, you got to leverage it, put the systems in place, get practical, you got to monetize it, you got to make space to be able to receive and surrender and then you've got to get help. You got to get someone to coach and mentor you who's been there, done yeah. that, got the t-shirts and can and not even been there, done that, got the t-shirt, but just like who can actually provide you. you. <laughs> Remember who you are, be a human being, as you said, Beautiful. and your unique contribution. Yeah. And just, and be that person that sees you and acknowledges you and believes in you more than you believe in yourself at times, which I think we yeah. all have, but we're not yeah. perfect. We're infallible. And, and that's the journey. That's the beauty of this whole process. And that's the contribution, right? That we can all that's contribute to each other in so many beautiful ways. Yeah. Yeah. And that essentially we are perfect. We came here as a perfect divine creation, but we completely forget our magic and energy and our purpose. And we get so attached to the material things that we forget. And I think it's such an incredible space of just deconditioning. And, and learning who you are. So that was power packed with serious like information, contribution to people's lives. So thank you so much, Carrie, for sharing all of that. Where can people find you? I think that's such an incredible, people have to work with you. It's so amazing. So, so I'm just me now, right? It's just Carrie Garner Fenta with a V for victory. Yeah, so I'm an Y and Ghana like Jennifer Ghana, not a gardener. I'm not I don't have a gun, I kill all my plants. And then Fenta the trailer if you lived in South Africa. But for those of you who don't, it's like Venta, come vent to me. I'll drop the link below this episode. I think that'll really help. I'll drop your Instagram and you've got your websites and you've got a whole lot of incredible programs. And I know loads of incredible free content as well that you have. So we'll drop that link below this podcast and make sure that people get that. Oh, that's so funny. I love that. Yeah. It's like trying to explain how to spell your name. And it's definitely that that's a whole other story. Yeah. That's a whole numerology thing because of the energy, right? There's a whole reason behind that. So yeah, yeah, I'm just me now all over the place on Instagram. It's all the same, YouTube. Yeah. And then my podcast is actually called The Aligned Visionary Leaders. That is also a little love child of mine, which is a cool place to come and hang out for a high vibe. Yeah. And you can 
see how incredibly um, knowledgeable you are. So just the the knowledge and the information that somebody listening to that is going to receive is, it's mind-blowing. So before we finish off, Kerry's been working with me in Supercharger Success for the last few months. Kerry, what would you say about, yeah, working together and maybe anybody that is wanting to join Supercharger? <laughs> yeah, so I would say get ready for like being supercharged. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, I'll say that it's, it's everything that you would expect and nothing that you would expect. So yeah, just don't have any expectations and just go in and receive because you'll receive so much that, yeah, you, you probably wouldn't have. I think it was just a, yeah, it was just an incredible journey. And I think everything you provided was, was just awesome and so professional and so slick and so beautiful. And your energy was so beautiful and supportive. And it's just a really, it's an amazing incubator of returning to your being and being able to like really launch from there. Yeah. And I think that's the magic of, I think both of our, our work really is like the people that come into our programs or into our coaching, they're never broken or need fixing. It's just this remembrance of their truth of, of being plugged back in, which I love. And I think that's such a beautiful thing of like, you've shown up, you've done the work, you've, you've paid for receiving that support and you've made that contribution in the world. And I think this is such a, it's such an incredible conversation around like what you actually allow yourself to receive in a program and, and how much you show up for it is what you'll get out of it yeah. essentially, I suppose. Carrie, thank you so much. And it's just been so amazing having you on this podcast. I'm oh, um, so incredibly grateful that I've paths crossed yeah. and yeah let the audience know well you're, you're going to be coming to visit me soon so they must um yes going to speak on your podcast so i'm super excited about that so we're going to be sharing it all over the place which is exciting oh wow that was so much fun all right lovey Thanks for listening to Pay to Be Year. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Until next time, I'm Vanessa Halleck. And remember, you get paid to be unapologetically you. Bye for now.